0: Hey shit talkers, welcome to Talk Shit With P. So obviously, I'm P of Talk Shit With P, and I am such a shit talker that I had to create my own fucking stage. (laughs) My podcast is a safe space to talk all the shits of this shitty world, and believe me, this is a shitty world with lots of shit to talk about. I sometimes shit talk by myself, and no, I'm not crazy, and other times, well most of the times, I'm joined by... I'm joined by incredible individuals who do all the shit-talking. Well, not all, but most of the shit-talking. On Talk Shit With P, we laugh, we cry, we curse a lot. But most important, we learn something. Well, at least I do. And I would hope so do you. So grab a drink and join the party. Hey, shit-talkers, so, I had no plan. <laughs> All right, what a way to start, right? My, my, my Wait, are that way you know this moment? moment. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> clearly my guests are ready to jump on. You see, you say okay. <laughs> I had no plans of having an Easter special episode, but these amazing ladies last year, sometime, was it last year? Yes. They were doing their live on IG and they got me into thinking like these conversations they're having, I would love to to get in on them and have it on my podcast. So here goes the Easter special episode for y'all. So pretty sure you already had them laughing. Please, let them introduce themselves. Hey Kemi and Alice. Welcome to Talk Shit 15.
1: <laughs> Alice, please start, because in my mind, I'm still like thinking. you <laughs> are still laughing in the brain. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Um, so, my name is Alice Makajila. I go by Ellis I am on my social media platforms. Alice well, Extra. Ellis I am basically just means L child of I am I am the God Almighty so L the child of God basically I'm a 24 year old um Tanzanian person that is now interning in a insurance company me thinking of what I'm doing with my life oh yeah um I'm also creative creates digital <laughs> content I have a YouTube channel and yeah Instagram and TikTok I do a lot of things with them, <laughs> oh, she wears many ads. I like the
0: extra, you know. And I must say, after watching some of your uh, Instagram videos, it, the name really suits you. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> well, I am not apologizing for no, being No, not as well no, present.
0: not at all, not at all. The extras allowed. I love it. Yes. Hold
2: it. <laughs> Hi everybody. So I'm just gonna take the mic from there. um I'm not as interesting. Don't worry. But uh, <laughs> I'm Kemi. <laughs> By the way, I really like um LSIM. Um, it's one of my nicknames for me. That always oh, it's whatever. It, it, it just goes. I'm just like, yeah, that's a really, really good nickname. Um, so I'm Kemi. My real name is Nema. Um and um yes as basically Paula said um I like conversations that deal with spirituality not I like I like it's a very small word it's it's because of a lack of words that I say I like conversations that you know deal with spirituality because in this age and time it's just it's really confusing and I'm always trying to find my footing so that's Mm -hmm. the reason as to why we did um spiritual sort of like mindset um, conversations me and ellis and who else to do it better with that the child of child of i am
0: right so that was
2: fantastic. yes tell me about it but other than that i am just professionally a civil engineer and i am yeah i'm a very present digital responsible person as well i like to believe so
0: yes that's, that's it uh- yes we uh, I, I can uh, attest to that like you you've been uh, before I even knew what the hell clubhouse was you were owning clubhouse and moderating amazing. I, know, I, <laughs> I that was on clubhouse <laughs> she was owning it I and Doreen were doing amazing stuff and Twitter I think you guys also do on Twitter spaces and you're very vocal on Twitter I love it and that's why I love both of y'all like I've not met you guys but your loudness of just authentically being yourself at this age it's very rare to see it especially on social media because everybody is trying to pretend to be something or trying to be like somebody but y'all are really growing up in your own shell and living authentically and loud and I love it (laughs) so I love it I love it so um as I say, this idea came about through you uh, watching you guys live, and I remember that day I got so excited and I sent almost like five, six voice notes at the same time, and I was like, "Oh my God! I hope they don't think I'm crazy because when I'm excited, my voice is just so squishy and I talk too fast, and like you can tell, and I'm shaking. Like, yeah, I can relate." But- Yes, like literally today when you sent your voice not because whenever I don't wanna I, I don't wanna be too comfortable. My bed is too comfortable. So anytime I have to wake up very early I, I sleep on my sofa because it's not as comfortable. So it gets me to get out. Uh-huh. So like I had put an alarm for two o'clock. So when I got you when I say your message and IG, I was like, the way you are I just got up. I was like, Okay let me start refreshing so I can get this energy because I felt the energy I was like she's excited she, she got me excited so thank you for that <laughs> oh thank you for having us so let's start by sharing our uh, our journeys with Christianity and I'll start because I was a Liberian when it came to being a Christian, you know, and, <laughs> and I later, cause, um, I had, uh, when class, the last life I attended, she, she shared a bit about her, the religion in our family and how Christianity was. So to me, um, uh, my grandmother is a Catholic pioneer, my parents, my, on my dad's side. So, you know, uh, she took the Catholic to the extreme blood, like, she hated the fact my dad never went to church, so we took over my mom. We, we became Anglicans and albans Like I went to st albans all my life. Communion, So my grandmother kind of took it like a, a punch. Like so, whenever I went to, to Catholic church, she won't let us see the communion take because you're Anglican. She she literally. Went. But she was a proper Christian woman when we spent nights at her place, every night Rosario Tasalia, however sleepy you are, you will Sally that salam Marie like literally. So growing up I was forced to go to church, attend church activities. That shit pissed the fuck out of me. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like as soon as I went to boarding school. I stopped attending Sunday services. Like, I would come up with any excuse not to attend, or even if I go. You know, you're in church, but you're really not paying attention. You're doing, like, you're physically there, but mentally checked out. Like, you literally can ask me, Pastor I'm like, huh? Oh, we're in church, my bad. Okay, like, I was checked out. Uh, and then I went to Malaysia, where the freedom started. And I morning to go to church when i'm i'm in college and i've been partying on saturday night and so check that again like literally you see me in church on special occasions when like easter christmas turn up with your friends shout out to alan and um they used to force us to go to church like I'd be like paula come we have this going on at church okay i'll come you know, you're like, okay, God, I did my one, see you again in three, six months kind of deal, you know, and I'm not proud about it, but that's the truth. I'm not going, I'm not going to shoot a cottage, you know, and then it took me coming to America and for the first time when I experienced depression, all my life in living outside, every time I knew what my next step was, whether I was finishing, I knew, okay, when I'm done, this is what I want to do. I want to move to this country. I want to do this. So for the first time, I was almost coming to finishing my grad school. Uh, I, was br- I was breaking up with somebody, which I was very much okay with, because I was already checked out of the relationship. But it was what the relationship had brought to me, the community, because most of my friends were people I met through him, his family. So in my head, I was more mad about losing that community, not him. But that, you know, that because <laughs> it's not like home. So going through that, and finishing school, and not having a job, and not knowing what my next shit is. And I was supposed to be moving, so yeah, everything was just. So I finally got a dark hole, and that's when I came in contact with depression for the first time, like really knowing what the fuck depression was. Because I was literally in a very bad place. And I'm a daddy's girl. like I talk to my dad about everything, but this is the first time ever. I ran to my mom. Me and my mom were never close, but this is the first time like I ran to my mom with something because I felt like I need... For the first time in my life where I felt like I need my mama. I'm always a daddy's girl, like, Dad got this. Dad will handle this. So um, I think my mom also that switched our relationship. So all she told me was, Father, well, pray. Like, I understand what you're going through, feel your pain, cry through it, but pray. This is the time when you need God more than anybody else. And those words stayed with me, so I started praying. Shout out to Francisca. She would send me Bible verses. That's when I started being very active in my Bible app. And literally, I sometimes wouldn't even understand. I would daydream as I'm reading the verse or whatever. But I'm feeling lighter, the more I would just keep doing it. Like, even if it was on the bed, I wouldn't wake up and, you on my knees or any but I'd be on my bed, I'd just go to a Bible verse I'd choose a, a, the versionals that related to me, and my heart started feeling lighter. Like, literally. And that's when I was like, yo, I'm sorry, God, but this is this statement makes more sense. This God shit actually works. That's, that's literally what I was feeling, like, oh my God, this does work, you know, because growing up, you are forced into it, but when you're finding it for yourself, it's a different kind of switch. Nobody forced me, nobody like bribed into going to church. I was not like, it was just me, my own, and I was seeing the product of what it was doing to me. And things started working out. I started getting better. I started feeling better. I started having the energy and the courage, and since then, I still not uh, every Sunday, type of girl church. Like I don't go to church as often as I'd want to, but I pray every day. I-, I pray for anybody when I see them going through stuff. The first thing that comes to thought is pray for them, which is something mm-hmm. I wouldn't have thought. Cause back in the day, I'd be like, "Let's go get a drink." But these days, I'll be like, "Let me put in my prayers." I send prayers to my friends. They get shocked, even. Mm-hmm. So I'm not. I'm not there yet. But I can sit and say yo God saved me like I know God is real I know God what God does to me and mm-hmm. so that's my journey
1: love that Just love that whole journey love <laughs> Kimmy okay, you got to go next?
2: oh no please please start and then <laughs> I'll, I'll go next
1: ha <laughs> ah. Okay. How do I be as brief as you? Okay. <laughs> um, I'm gonna try my best. But um I really I, like I don't it. think mine was very
0: brief. I felt like I spoke too much, but <laughs> if that's what brief is, then oh
1: kudos God. to me. Okay, if Paul did it, so can I? Okay, let's do this. Um I think for me, it was um, a different experience in the sense of um, I grew up in a Christian house where, yeah, we went to church every Sunday for most of my childhood. But eventually, it's almost like the older I got, I think for my mom, the busier she got at work, so the less she went to church. So the less it was like forced to go to church because you can only do so much to force a child to go to church by herself. It just happened that I actually did genuinely enjoy going to church. I don't know if it was my extrovert side or the structure. I don't know what it was, but I think I actually genuinely enjoyed going to church. So I kept going, even though my mom was not going, I would go to church every Sunday by myself. And then I was also quite a reader. I loved reading and TV a lot growing up. So I remember I watched a lot of, there's a cartoon called Superbook.
2: Um, I watched
1: a lot of (laughs) Superbook. Kevin, you know it. And so, as much as it was a cartoon, it was about Bible stories. And so, for me, I think this thing started building the foundation of, like, the Word of God for me. Um, And then from there, and then talk shows, like, I mean, it wasn't a talk show. It was a children Christian show called The Dooley Show. I watched it religiously. And so, these things, like, at at first you think, oh my gosh, yeah, I was, I was just watching for fun. But then looking back now, these are like the foundational moments for me. Because these were, no one made me watch Dooley. No one made me watch Superbook. It was just like, oh, this is fun. Let me do it. Let me sing. Let me do that. And then um, I found this channel called 3ABN. And they would, um, they did, it was also another children Christian TV show. They would share Bible stories in a very interesting way, like plays, games, and stuff like that, which, you know, makes it fun. And it was to the point where I could send letters, and then they would send letters back. They would send Bible studies, games, and stuff like that, all the way to when I went to boarding school. Like, actually, that's where me and Kemi met. We went to the same um, secondary school.
0: Yeah. One minute. One minute. If, if I had that growing up, I probably maybe would have been interested in that because I'm all about pampers and sending shit. So if I, had, <laughs> if I had that, you know, maybe it would have stuck because that, 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 that sounds fun, yo.
1: Yeah, like I'm always grateful because I'm like, I think my environment, not exactly physical, maybe this is why I'm called to digital content because it really, I literally grew up on TV. Like my, I grew up spiritually through TV more than physically because physically i just went to church for like two hours every sunday and like you know listen to the same structure i literally craved the liturgy because every sunday was the same <laughs> <Mr>. Ellis, <laughs> <laughs> you
0: can have one of them and, and run the service <laughs> mm.
2: <laughs> Impala, Impala, it's, not even, it's no joke because you can literally recite liturgy like the liturgy. Yes. Be careful. I, See, I,
0: is this why, maybe that's why I haven't been in a church in so long. Like, not, not so long, let me, let me shut up, let me shut up. Continue, Alice. I'm embarrassing myself in this platform right now, Please. This is a safe space. Until it gets to the world, then it's no longer safe space. No. <laughs> Opinions!
1: <laughs> okay, um, uh, yeah, basically that. So, um, around all of that, when I was maybe 10, 11, I can't remember the exact date, but I just remember, I remember the day clearly for me, um, because I was at home, and then being Ellis, I met a blander somewhere, and then (laughs) I remember thinking, okay, oh, there's these Makasege conferences, like you you both know, like, he's one of the most popular, actually, personally, my favorite Bible teacher in the country, is one of my aunties used to go to the conferences that he would hold. Um, He holds conferences all around Tanzania, so like, for those Even in America, and oh yeah. He, yeah he can yeah oh oh yeah so I went to a conference and that's where I gave my life to Christ and yeah um a few days after we were told like those that had actually given their life to Christ we were told to go again to the altar if you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit and stuff and so I remember like my 11 year old self or was it 10 somewhere along i was just in grade six i think and then i remember going there and like they prayed for us and then i spoke in tongues for the first time i was like oh oh yeah because i remember thinking it's so cool because i am speaking a language that people don't know i have a secret code with god and but then that was it i then spoke there then went home And life kind of went on. I kept watching Dooley show, um, receiving, like, letters from, like, VABN. Again, came across Joyce Meyer, sounded like my mom, so I started listening to her. Little did I know, like, what she was saying would literally become the foundation of my character, of who I am now. Just stuff about being a Christian who actually enjoys life, who, like, doesn't just, think of heaven but like heaven is on earth like start here enjoy your everyday life enjoy God have a personal relationship with God so yeah stuff like that and that went on I think we'll talk about this maybe in other as the podcast progresses but yeah you go to a point where I stopped going to church and then I found another church but that was the journey generally for me i think when i talk about my journey with christianity it has always been a personal relationship with god i had a lot of i was blessed and graced to find people who keep insisting that you know know the word for yourself know god for yourself so i read the word out of choice i listened to script i mean people talk about scripture by choice and it really made it a lot easier to like live the Christian journey. To now, I love Jesus and He's the center of my life. Amen.
0: And that's true. I feel like when you are given the choice, like when you're not forced into it, like mm-hmm. and you are allowed to express, to to find it and express it in your own understanding and way, makes it easier compared to. So everybody growing up, you know, when, when you're told not to do something, that's when you want to do it. And when you're told to constantly do it, that's when you don't want to do it. So <coughs> and all my friends who were forced into ca- uh, careers of engineering or doctor, you know back in the days that you have to have certain type of professional. So if there are mm-hmm. social media influencers and photographers, uh, like, uh, you, know, you, you always end up rebelling the thing that you were made to do and not come into terms with it yourself. So um, yeah. I feel like that's where the difference, because when I tell you, I even one time got, and um, I told you, they born again. Yes, when I was in Vienna, Uganda, and they called people to call front, And the only reason I did it was because you are in a room, and every Sunday they do the same thing. So you, you end up being in a center where everybody around you has already done it everybody is looking at you like then go every sunday we come we get up when are you gonna go up so it was like okay i'm doing it just so people can shut up and i can be a part of the circle but it wasn't because i understand what it stands for and what, what why i'm doing it for my own reason i think that's why i never also took it serious because in my head i was like let me just shut these people up you know so let me just yeah. do it to, 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 to not get those stairs and after that I, I didn't go to that church again that's when I started making excuses at school to not go to church because I felt like the judgment which we're going to come to that eventually Kemi go on give
2: us your story okay I love this I love this so much I had some comments well both of you were like talking but I'm like you know what I'll get into them afterwards so just talking about my journey um, I'm pretty much like Ellis, really. Like, I grew up in a very, you know, Christian sort of, like, environment. And for me, I grew up with my grandparents more. And that's another story to tell. But um, they were, you know, as wakanisa, you know, the, the church leaders that were very present, you know, critically present, by the way. Um, and then, so that made me as well become very, very present. And for me, I really loved my grandfather, very specific. Like, I was the first... Grandchild in his family. So he just like took me in so well. um So he, I was like literally his hand So every Sunday, I remember one Sunday I didn't go to church. And when he came back, like everybody was looking at me like I did, like the, I don't know, like the third degree murder, like martyr. I'm not so sure if that's the correct pronunciation. But yeah, so I had to like sit down and like ask forgiveness and stuff like that. But the good thing as well for me is that um church was like, Ellis, like church. I found comfort in church, like church. But most of my good memories are in church. Like that's something that really happened. Um, and then after after that period, then I went to Marion. And Ellis knows this. Like I've been a church leader ever since I was in Form One in Marion. And I was, I was always on among those, like, really top church leaders, like, after the chairperson, then it's me. So it, it was that journey throughout all my, you know, from 1 to Form 6. So it was easy for me to, to sit down with people that remind me about the importance of God or remind me about what it is to serve God. And I think I, I, I lived most of that life for six, seven years, um, like, putting it in my mind that, you know, you're serving an almighty God. So most of your needs, just put them aside. You know, the idea is to keep serving because serving is gratitude in, in, in its own form. So it's going to come back. It's, that's something like that. So I've always, always, you know, sort of like hanged on that idea of just serving God so much, you know? And then it came easy, I think also for me, because I was like, you know, I was really good when it comes to like pool and also really good when it comes to like um, singing as a talent. So it was like, oh, Nema can do that, can do that. So just put her there, put her there and so that was easy and then after that I went to university that was the most trickiest time of my life because that's when I figured out that dressing codes come in my god and I I'm just like yo guys leave me alone leave me freaking alone because I am checking engineering so I'm not, I, I'm not supposed to be wearing dresses in school, you know, in class. And I and I want to be able to go in the evening to just serve my God, to be there and be present. I don't even need to be a church leader. I don't even need people to see me. I just want to be present in the house of the Lord. Well, I'm wearing my jeans because I can't be wearing jeans throughout the whole day, go back in my place, change, and then come back to church. Like, I'm looking for God now. Why are you delaying my, like, blessings? Like, why? And so I had a little people come up to me and tell me, yeah you don't need you don't have to do this you can't wear this in church and things like that so that sort of like derailed my um my journey I think also when it came to university um that changed though when it came to fourth year because somehow the leaders changed the leaders were my friends now so they were just like yeah this is never in in our whole life and then um after that I spent some time at home I like worked a bit and during all, all that time it was just me going back to normal you know um, Lutheran you know sort of like prestigious and stuff like that so as Ellis said it's one among those things you go two hours and you come out like what just happened um, I did not serve my community as much that time but then I went to um, South Africa and then I, I remember that first week immediately I formed a family that was fantastic for me because of i.e. one of my friends that I studied with in the same school I went with Ellis so that's really nice Um, that I phoned family in general and people that don't judge you you know you can wear whatever you want to wear to church you know you can talk however you want to talk and things like that so that was that was really fantastic for me it helped me go back to my personal relationship with who God is not just like the grandfather you know taking care of the grandmother, taking care of sort of like spirituality so yeah that's that's my journey.
0: Nice and, and and it's funny you said um, about the dress code Which I know we're going to talk a little bit more deeper down there But I needed to say this out. Um, I remember <clears throat> um, Growing up I was a tomboy So I hated wearing dresses Like you would not find me in a fucking dress But um, so I hated going to church Because I would have to be made well in a dress Because you know, the church people And uh judgment uh, My mom didn't want those eyes on her <laughs> oh yeah so then yeah so we went to uh the first time we traveled and we went to uk and uh, my aunt took us to church this this very dingy church. Let me tell you, even my brother wanted to be a pastor for that sermon in that church. And my brother, he <laughs> is a very active member of, 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 of the church community, so I'm proud. But then, the pastor had tattoos and he was, say, he was preaching his sermon relate, relating to relics of songs, of hip-hop songs, like the music was, the church people were just dressed as anyhow. The president... I told my mom, I was like, if this is the church, I, I can't. I would be coming to church every Sunday. Like you felt like you belong compared to you feeling like you are being looked over. Like not, you know. I was like, if cha- if church people made it like that, anybody would feel comfortable to come in and, and and praise the Lord. So I think some churches need to to to, to do better to make everybody feel like they belong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So let's talk about this. Um, we have heard your stories. Now I want to know. You know, um, everybody has their own way what Christianity means to them, and that's why I think everybody ends up finding their own journey with uh, their place with God. So, um, what's Christianity to you, and how involved are you in your commu- in your Christian, in your church community? Um, I'm pretty sure I lucky you know about Alice's involvement, but I would like people to know because I, I see, I, I see your, your Instagram pages and trust me, like, if I was in Tanzania, the way you invite people to your church, I would definitely pop by, like, when you were promoting that event, it made me want to come and I'm all the way in America, so <laughs> so let's talk more about
1: that. Kemi, you go first this time
0: <laughs> Yeah, because Kemi is always no. trying to be the last one.
2: <laughs> no, no. Okay, I'm gonna go first, definitely. But it it was really gonna be a really nice flow because you just mentioned about Ellis's event, and I was oh, always I know. happy about it. I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, I was wait, wait, so wait, then just quick right
0: now to to my boy, <laughs> <laughs> We, we we really wanted you because we know you're used to being a moderator so now we want you to to be used to having
2: the stage <laughs> mm. but but it's because of that it's because i'm always a moderator and i'm always like you know trying to make the competitions go that i try my best when somebody else is i try my best just be like at the background like i'm the backbencher type of person when it comes to is like this. However, let me answer your question very quickly. <laughs> um, so Christianity to me, my God, that's a very huge question, right? I think I can answer what's involvement in the Christian community better. Like, you know, starting that way then I can come to what Christianity actually means to me.
0: Anyway, you um, want to so, do
2: it. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, so I'm very, uh, I which is very weird, but I really don't have, like, an active Christian, Christianity sort of, like, community that I um, dwell into or sort of, like, I harness, you know, something like that, like a community, other than the connect groups, let's say, they call them, it's Yumu'i'i, they just call them connect groups, that side that we used to have back at school, which also, like, I wasn't, you know, still. However, during my whole time when I was, you know, in South Africa, um, I was able to sort of say I could be in, what do they call it? We call, they call it the instruments. Like to help out when it comes to like fixing up the, the, the place, the event, the sound team and sort of like the tech team. Yeah, because I felt like that was the one place I could be not seen. Like I was looking for somewhere where I could serve. I know it's very, it's very weird for me because I'm always seen one way or the other, but I was looking for, for like something that I could do for oh my God, that was not seen in a way. So it gave me a chance to when I get down and I'm like asking God for something, and I'll just be like, God, I'm I'm serving you. Like I'm serving, I'm serving. Like I know people are not seeing it, I don't care. But the idea is that that I I want to be able to serve you without the lights and without I don't know something like that. So I, I figured where and I figured sound team because not even like that my engineering self will like do something or will know something because I I remember the first time I went there like uh, uh, actually Ellis actually is even younger than Ellis's age guy. Maybe he, he was like 21. Yeah, he was 21. He's the one who was like helping me. He's like, no, that chord goes with that chord. No, this one goes with this with this wow. one. Like this one goes. Yeah, so it was fantastic really to sit down actually as a, I don't know, whatever age I am, sit down and actually listen to this young kid because he knew his way towards all the technicalities and things like that. So for me, that was the, that was the, the, basis of my serving put it that way i also didn't go into singing which is very weird because you know I'm, I'm a singer but then you get to south africa and figure out how well they can sing and how good they can sing so it was pretty intimidating for me at, during just like the first two weeks i think i think
0: their accents just sound better when they sing that's that, no, that, that oh. just about them
2: ash you don't want to know so it was fantastic to just be able to sit down and appreciate that not try to be more or try to be like them as well because i could never be even if if i wanted to so i say to myself you know what um my journey is going to be different in a say uh my journey is going to be like very you know yeah basically different um, but other than that, when I'm back here, back home, also, um, yeah, um, I, I, I like to instigate conversations when it comes to spirituality, but I, I, I do very little when it comes to um, the Christian community and engaging sort of like in the Christian community. I think it's also because of that that I mentioned before that I didn't find like a family in a way. You, know, so you I haven't was, found like, your place yet. Exactly, yeah. I I didn't, yeah. Mm. However, I I can mention some of the places that I know I could potentially find my family, and then now it boils down to the fact that I stay at Kigetta, and then this this really nice family is at like Costa. Something to myself. A- 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 really A- ready to hear wait, wait, wait. <laughs> She's A-
0: A- helping Our community is one of
1: them because she,
2: she <laughs> Ellis moves and I press what
1: here. I'm actually thinking is I'm waiting for her to mention the communities so I can know which places I can visit. <laughs> you know it,
2: you know it, because it was um it was during my university years here at home. Um Nini Riot org, the, the people that oh. had um, exactly, exactly. That that was sort of angalao my community when I was home here, yeah, the site. So, you know, attending all those, um, uh, mostly like Kenya was attending the the fellowship. They used to, so like Pastor Isaac Malonga used to have like a, it was on a Tuesday. I'm not so sure, they might still have it where you just, you guys just go have like two songs of like worship and then you, you delve into the word, like, he now just tries to go into the word like word by word but what by word and you, it was just that so it was sort of like a fellowship session for two hours it was fantastic I used to attend those a lot and then I used to also attend the the Sundays one, the one uh, what is it called again jeans and t-shirts events Yes, exactly. Just in T-shirt. I, I remember I was one among those people that attended. I think maybe the first or not second, just in T-shirt, and then all the way till I left the I left the you know sort of like um, the Tanzanian community. So Paula, I'm a very boring person when it comes to engaging engagement in in Christian community as well. So don't worry. Let's just like, it's like it, into it, the interesting person.
0: You're you're not the only one. And I I think what I got from you is um you know you know that saying. I, I want to be rich but not famous. You want the blessings but not the the, the, the limelight. So I, 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 I see that. <laughs> That's me too. me too. Because once I see, like, you know, I, even with my focus, I'm like, I you don't want to be famous. I just want the money. Like, you the money, y'all can keep the fame. Because see, 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 seeing what the celebrities go through, I'm like, I don't even want that. Take, let me just give me the, 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 the lock key. Just
1: give me the cash.
0: All right. So, Alice, you got the stage.
1: Okay. Um. Wait, all the questions ah, what Christianity
0: means to me. To you, and how uh, involved are you in your church community?
1: Okay. So, I think for me, what Christianity means to me um so basically christianity is a religion i mean because religion by definition is believing in something supernatural Mm -hmm. but we don't like using that term because the way it's been taken out of context i mean my i wouldn't call what uh, let me find the proper say it. Christianity to me is a faith. I don't like calling it a religion because the way other religions are situated, when I call Christianity a religion to me too, it might misrepresent what it means to me. So um, basically, I would say Christianity to me is a faith of believing, which is trusting in Jesus Christ. And what trusting means to me or to to the Bible is You know if you believe in something you hold something to be true and so basically following the teachings of jesus christ and so for me believing is actually knowing what because i can't believe what i don't know so knowing what that truth is which is why i love for myself and i love telling people to know the word for themselves read scripture for yourself because you can't believe what you don't know if you don't know what you believe in you'll just believe what others have told you about it Mm -hmm. and so just like we all shared how when, when it becomes a choice, you kind of know the word for yourself and stuff like that. And so for me, that's what Christianity is to me, a personal relationship with God that allows me to get to know him through scripture. I think he, scri- he speaks through scripture and I get to talk to him as my father and my friend and my everything. And how am I involved in church? Yeah, true. I'd say a lot, but Funny enough, it's a lot less now. Like, there was a time I was so involved. Probably lived in church at some point. I may not live physically, but you know when you're like in this group, in this, in this group, in this group, and like you're everywhere. And it was good for a time, but eventually kind of got exhausting. And so, can imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, I she think twenty nine Like that
2: since uni- since um secondary school, she used to be exactly like that.
1: I, I think at the person now that I'm like the older I'm getting, the, the more I'm realizing. I think at the person that's who I am. Like, I get bored with doing one thing, so I have to do multiple things at a time. But finding the balance of not overdoing something, like for example, being involved in church, but not getting. Over-involved, cause then I am one person with 24 hours in a day. I get exhausted. So, yeah, um, I'm involved now. I think because I'm in the worship team. So, it's one of those things where, yeah, the light is on you. Which, to be completely honest, as much as I love, it like, could be on a podcast. It could be on a- fame and money. Fame and money. When <laughs> When it comes to church, when it comes to the pulpit, bro, I wish I did something on the background. It just happened that at some point, I believe God told me, like, okay, I need you to be in the worship team, because you do love singing, I want you to minister. And I'm just like, see, see, being on that stage comes with a lot of responsibility and duties and expectations that I don't particularly want. But I'll be here for as long as you want me to be here, because when I say it, I surrender, and I keep singing, I surrender. I mean it. So, <laughs> yeah, you Alice, I become...
0: it, You're too loud to be in the background. Like, that is a waste of talent. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can't. can yeah. love Yeah. Like, Kemi is loud, but not as loud as you. Like, you in the background, Jenny, waste of, waste of talent, Kalisa. So sorry, but.
2: Waste of so... really good talent. Like. Oh my god! You sh- you should have you should have been there with like you know oh you should have attended a service with Ellis serving like I'm I'm not so sure like I'm not so sure how to say this but the idea is that there's a presence of like pride in what she does and how she does it. You get what I what I mean? And so it's sort sure. of like also yeah, it speaks to you as well in form of like you're in the correct place with the correct people, you know? Trust like me, that. I
0: feel it from my, from my IG when, when she posts anything about church and inviting people for an event or something, like, you can feel it. I'm like, damn, if I was in Tanzania, I will to that shit, like, literally. That's why half of the time I always uh, like, that event was, I kept on reposting it because if this energy doesn't make you wanna go, I don't know, man. But I also, I listen, <laughs> right? I relate to you about being, uh, but I, I, when, I used to like it just chilling. Like when I was in college, like I go to class, I come back. I just want to be home watching shows or having people in my house. <laughs> but then um, I met Kalila Kills. she transformed my life because she likes being busy. School in college, uh, she was the uh, captain of the dance club she was an international student counsellor. She was in church, she had uh, all this. So anytime I wanted to see her, I had to either get also involved. So I ended up joining groups just to hang with her, and then I started that oh with mentor. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we thank God for Khalila. We thank God.
0: I, I get that part, like... And Kemi... And I'm also not involved in in my church community. I don't even have a church. Concert. Let's start there. But yes, like yes. I have a church, I love. Shout out to Bucket Church. That's my church. If I whenever I do end up going to church, but I'm not a, as as active. And to me also, Christianity is just like your faith. I feel like um, it's something you have to 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 learn for yourself and and find for yourself. It's whatever you want it to be. It's, it's comfort, it's faithful I hate to call it again as well religion because there's all these things that come with the word religion all these um. extraness and expectations and unrealistic shit so I, I get that part too. With that said let's get to the juicy stuff Hey shit talkers Thank you for tuning in to our Easter special episode. This will be a three part episode with part two out on Friday the 15th and part three on Easter Sunday, April the 17th. Stay tuned and enjoy.